Hi, this is the Power of Storage podcast, where we discuss the latest in infrastructure technology from Dell. And I'm Mick Turner. Firstly, welcome to the new year, and I hope everyone is doing well. Uh, now, today, I'm pleased to welcome an old friend and a colleague of mine, Jay Crone, who is marketing lead on the newest member of our Dell Apex as a service family, the Apex Multi-Cloud Data Services. So welcome, Jay, and maybe you can give us a word on a, of introduction to yourself. Perfect. Thanks, Mick. My name is Jay Crone. I'm part of the Apex as a service offer marketing group within Dell Technologies. This announcement we had on January the 19th represented really a significant statement of intent for Dell to be a key player in the multi-cloud world. So first things first, why would an infrastructure company like Dell be interested in uh, in multi-cloud? Well, the simple answer is because customers want it. And the more detailed answer is that multi-cloud, especially multi-public cloud services are becoming yet another tool in the IT professionals toolkit that they can use to solve their problems. The landscape is evolving. All of our traditional infrastructure opportunities are still there, but customers, when they put together architecture, particularly distributed multi-location architectures, are looking at incorporating cloud technology in their solution. To be a little bit more practical about it, quite often there is a, we got to go to the cloud, top-down mandate from management. Cloud is, is fashionable. I thought uh, when I got into this business that there would be fads in IT, but there are. And uh, public cloud, it's not only is it a fad, but it's, a, as I said, it's a, a real significant technology trend. The other thing that's interesting about, about that mandate is it's difficult for customers to actually get there, to take everything and move it to cloud. So there is an opportunity for or a traditional infrastructure company to be involved in these new cloud opportunities. The other thing that ends up happening from a public cloud perspective is that the requirements of the applications that customers want to move to the cloud tend to drive the multiple public clouds. The different hyperscalers from cloud vendors, Amazon, Google, Azure, Oracle, are good at different things. So again, when you, you take a look at the problems an IT organization has to solve, pretty much is one size does not fit all. And most of our customers end up using more than one cloud for multiple different reasons. The other thing that's happening is that that, that cloud area is growing quickly. It's one of the fastest growing parts of IT right now. And our portfolio, particularly our storage portfolio, fits really well into that growth for the same reason that our storage products have helped build the growth of IT architectures over the years. Cool. So specifically, what do you feel that Dell brings to the table in, in this particular market space? So building on what I was saying before, especially for the storage products, data is king. Data is the new oil. All of the uh, things that you've heard. And where does the data live? Data lives on the storage product. The challenge here also is that historically, the data was born on premises because the cloud didn't exist. AWS is, what, 15, 16 years old, particularly uh, some of our larger customers have data that was born on premises and they need to uh, get that data to the cloud and access it in the cloud. And what you'll see is Dell has some technologies that let you do that. 
The other thing is simply, in my humble opinion, as a longtime employee, we're the best storage company on the planet. We have the most storage IP of any company that I know of. We're in a great position to leverage that intellectual property with the cloud, public clouds in particular, and it's software and, uh, and services. And the other thing that's important from a storage perspective, a way I tend to think about the way the, the public cloud vendors are evolving is they're very similar to the old line server vendors in that if you think about <clears throat> back in the last century, the server vendors had had servers, had proprietary hardware and proprietary operating systems, operating environments, and were good for doing different things. And the same thing, the exact same description fits with the public cloud vendors today. They have their own compute infrastructure and they definitely have each have a, a unique software set that differentiates them from, from their brothers and sisters. But then again, it goes back to the data, as I mentioned before, where they all need data to to drive that compute. And the data fundamentally, if you pull on the string, goes back to being born on premises where Dell is king. And so we're in a really good position to help customers take their data that was born on premises and make it available to those, those Putin software resources that are in the public cloud. Okay. So to get a bit tactical for a second, we announced Apex Multi-Cloud Data Services last week or so. Can you give us a two-minute elevator pitch on what that is specifically? Apex Multi-Cloud Data Services delivers simultaneous multi-cloud access to block, file, object, and data protection information. That's, that is the, the sort of the, the one sentence. What that means is that we have what I call an off-premises, it's not on the customer premises, operated as a service, a fully managed service, off-cloud, so it's not in the public cloud either, but it's cloud adjacent storage services. And as I said, block, file, object, you know, S3 buckets, and um, data protection target that can be connected or that is connected, again, as a service, as a fully managed service through high bandwidth, low latency connections to the public cloud provider. Through the magic of the internet and where the various locations are around the world, we can put a Dell storage service within about a millisecond of the compute in the public cloud. You and I have been doing this for a while, and I can remember when a millisecond was an important, important latency, and it still is today. That's what the service does. I do want to point out that it is, they are outcome-based services, as I said, block file, object, and data protection with all of the networking connectivity pre-wired, pre-implemented, pre-bought for you by Dell Technologies. So the whole service is available uh, outcome-based. What I like to say is you know, for people that need to solve the problem with their checkbook, they don't have the IT, they don't have the skills, they don't have the time, they don't have the money. This is a, an outcome-based service for that helps customers get data, either the data that's born on premises, because we can take advantage of replication from our own products to put it into the service to make it accessible cloud, or just simply data that needs to be processed in multiple clouds. Yeah, and I know that networking component is, is is pretty complex in many cases, particularly to do to to multiple public clouds. So we we know what it is, but maybe it will be useful for the listeners to to better understand a little bit about some examples or use cases where multi cloud data services might help. Okay, well, I'll go through some of our our key examples. Before I go through the examples, I just want to point out I'll call it a use case or an outcome based perspective that we've had the most success so far with file services. 
file-based data, as well as data protection services. And the, the reasons are, are a little bit different. Our file products are all TCP IP, you know, NAS-based products. That protocol is, is what the public cloud was built around. So there's a, a lot of affinity there. From a data protection perspective, there's a lot of concern today about data security, ransomware protection, cybersecurity. So the physical off-cloud, off-premises location of the data is really important to a lot of our customers in the data protection space. But in terms of examples, one of the one of the big ones is sharing of data and between multiple organizations. The wrinkle that you have, in addition to the various cloud vendors being good at different things, customer organizations tend to have a primary cloud vendor. I'm an Amazon shop, you're an Azure shop, and, and Fred over there is a, is a Google shop. Yet we want to work on the same data. So in order to share the data, it has to exist somewhere outside of, of the public cloud providers. Public cloud providers have what we call the Hotel California problem after the song by the band, The Eagles. You're, once your data checks, you can, you, you can check in, but you can never leave. So getting data from one cloud provider to another one for any purpose, especially data sharing, is a problem. Another one, there's an economic benefit for using multi-cloud data services, and it has to do with the way the cloud vendors handle their pricing and sometimes the availability of their services across their regions. Today, Amazon is running a special on compute and you can buy Amazon compute on the spot market. And tomorrow it's Azure and you'd like to be able to move the data or make the data accessible to the different cloud vendors to take advantage of whoever's got the best pricing on compute. And you can't do that if you actually have to move the data. The time and the cost involved in moving data between cloud vendors is prohibitive. So the easiest thing to do is not put the data in the cloud vendor. The other thing that's interesting, and we actually did a white paper on this last year that's available on our page on DellTechnologies.com, is uh, you can do some pretty interesting things like build a virtual supercomputer across the cloud vendors. Take we What we did is we took GPU-based services across the three major cloud vendors and applied them to a data set of genome sequencing data. And you can do it cheaper and faster the more cores you put, a, you put against the data sets. So that's another Another example, that one is used genome sequencing, but most of your scientific and technical high-performance computing type applications, all of your simulation, seismic, weather, that sort of thing, uh, fall into that category. And sort of a, uh, a blending of the, of the data sharing and the virtual supercomputer, as well as an opportunity for the term is cloud-native applications. I'll call them applications that, you, that are written from the beginning to use object storage on the back end. We have a unique position there with our object services as part of multi-cloud data services. And that's an example of the specific example. Again, it's genome sequencing because Illumina, the, one of the market leaders in genome sequencing machines, their appliances, their big, their big appliances, has taken their product and they used to just output file data. They're was unstructured data as files. They've improved that to deliver the data in, in S3 buckets. And we can use our object service on the back end to do a couple of, of really cool things. First is build a stretched object cluster as an example across across the pond, across the Atlantic Ocean. There's a lot of drug discovery work that goes on in Europe as well as in the US in that object format to be shared across, for example, a large drug manufacturer and some of its partners who are doing clinical trials. Those are some of the, uh, the biggest examples. And as I said, I would direct you to a couple of white papers that are on our .com page to learn more. 
Yeah, cool. That makes it a, a lot clearer, Jan. I do love the Hotel California analogy. Uh, so Dell clearly will help you check out of Hotel California. Now, obviously, we have a, a lot of Dell infrastructure owners. Historically, they've worked with us for years. Uh, is there anything in this for them? You bet. And that's actually part of the point. In addition to once the data is off premises, excuse me, off cloud, making it accessible to the public clouds, the question is, how do you get that data off premises? And our services are backed by Dell storage products, as you would expect. And we can take advantage of the replication capabilities in Unity, PowerStore, PowerScale, and PowerProtect data domain to move data that was born on premises or originated on premises into this off premises location, which is then, as I said, before internetwork to the public clouds, so the data can become accessible to the public clouds. And the, the reality is everyone is factoring or adding multi-public cloud into their IT architecture. As I said earlier, it is, it's the latest tool in, uh, in the IT manager's toolkit, and we want to let customers take advantage of that. And for our customers with our storage arrays, we have a very elegant way to get the data to this location where it can be connected to multiple clouds. And the thing that kind of drive this home, remember, for example, if you go all the way back, all the way back, it's not that far, maybe five years in, into, the, into the world of uh, Dell EMC Unity, there are tens of thousands of storage arrays, which means tens of thousands of customers out there who can cloud enable their data, the data that they already have that already exists on premises, just by setting up a remote replication connection, and they may not even know it. Also, kind of like a frictionless multi-cloud offer for customers that may be struggling to understand how they're going to embrace cloud. So any parting thoughts for the listeners, Jay? Well, a couple of things to remember. The first is that what we're trying to do is deliver the, the power and availability and flexibility of Dell EMC storage infrastructure with the economics and the software services of the public cloud. Put in uh, what, I, what I, I like to call the cocktail napkin version, it's use the cloud you want when you want. So that's the, the real uh, benefit for customers. The thing I do want to point out is if you're interested in learning more As I said, we have a page on DellTechnologies.com. The vanity URL is multi-cloud-services. And the white paper I mentioned, as well as a bunch of other product information is available there. Awesome. Well, uh, thanks ever so much for your time, Jay. Uh, This has been Mick Turner for the Power of Storage podcast. I'd like to thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and have a great day. 